Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com. So you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. If you are an entrepreneur, if you're a, a business owner, or you're thinking about starting a business, even if it's just a side hustle to earn some extra income, you want to pay attention to today's interview. Today is actually part two of a great interview with Andrina Sawyer. She's an author, a business strategist, a diversity advocate, whose background includes surviving a civil war in her home country of Sierra Leone. Now, she moved here with her parents to the United States when she was nine years old, but I'm telling you folks, she remembers what she saw and what she experienced. And that has motivated her to be a blessing to other people. She is helping people to start their businesses, to, to just begin that additional income because you never know when it's going to be needed. Amen. Now, she has wrote a book that is just awesome. The book is called The Misadventures of a New Entrepreneur, Five Things They Won't Teach You in Business School. And we're going to go into detail in that book today. But if you missed yesterday's episode, you need to go back and catch up. Amen? Because we don't have time to cover everything else. But I'm telling you, Andrina is the president of Perk Consulting, an advisory firm for small to mid-sized nonprofits and business, and the founder of a faith-based network for women of color entrepreneurs called McWin. And we're going to be talking about these things today. Let's jump back into the interview now with Andrina Sawyer. Now tell us a little bit more about McWin, about what you're doing there. Yeah, so so McQuinn Minority Christian Women Entrepreneurs Network um, is meant to be a community. I remember starting Perk, which was my first business um, that I'm celebrating 11 years with. And I think after about two years, the adrenaline had worn off. The initial support, you know, wasn't there anymore. I was depressed. I remember sitting on the couch crying, thinking, why did I quit my job to do this? Um, Some days went without food because I didn't have any money and I was too embarrassed to even just ask for a loan because again, no one told me to quit my job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I said I was I was being purpose driven, and so McQuinn was birthed out of those experiences. Um, because once I came out on the other side, I realized I felt alone, but I wasn't alone. There were a lot of other people going through the same things. So McQuinn is about forming community so that other women can know they don't have to go through building businesses and being purpose driven um, alone. Why minority? I get asked that question a lot. Um, and I always say that it's a, it's a statement of solidarity and not exclusion. So that if you are a woman of color or you are a minority or you are a friend of, of women of color um, and you want to help with the equity issues, that you can belong um, to this community as well. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> you mentioned your faith and how uh, some instances someone wanted you to compromise your integrity and all that. How are faith and purpose connected? Yeah, I think I think faith is the anchor for our purpose. 
Um, as a as a believer, professing believer, um, it's hard for me to find purpose in anything that doesn't honor God. And I know that sounds so churchy, <laughs> but you know, in my in my personal life and in in my work, um, the biggest question is, what do I exist for? And I I came to the realization some years ago that I existed to bring God glory. Well, how does work, you know, purpose driven work, fit into this? I realize we spend more time at work than we do anywhere else in any other area of our lives. So what greater opportunity do we have to bring God glory than in the area that we spend a majority of our lives in? Yeah. Um, and so p- purpose and faith are connected because it takes faith to keep going when you feel crazy, but you know that God has told you something. You know, it takes faith to be obedient to that. Um and, and I think it's hard for people to know what their purpose is without that faith element. Yeah. Amen. That's so true. That's so true. Now you mentioned Perk a few minutes ago. What is that? And how does it help other entrepreneurs? Yeah. So, so Perk Consulting, again, with the acronyms, passion, experience, relevance, and knowledge. Um, and that is a consulting practice that I started um, almost 11 years ago now wow. to help entrepreneurs and nonprofits. I actually started it to help nonprofits only because of Triple T Mad and Rock the Mic and all of that um, to feed that that passion of mine. And then um, it started to evolve. So now we work with um, small businesses, for-profits as well, and some colleges. But we do strategic planning, capacity building, fundraising work. Mm-hmm. Amen. And that's still going. That is still going. Yes. Amen. That is my, my, my baby. <laughs> amen. 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 And... and- I have to talk about your book. I mean, I'm intrigued by the book title, The Misadventures of New Entrepreneurs, Five Things They Won't Teach You in Business School. Share a little bit about your book with us. Yeah. So, so Misadventures is exactly that. It's 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 a call to, to transparency <laughs> because we have been forced to believe that it's easy, that, that all entrepreneurship is just Instagram influencing. Yeah. And, you know, as I mentioned, the first few years of business were really hard. Um, I don't think I hit my stride until maybe year seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And even then, it wasn't easy, but it was a little bit more predictable. Um, and so the misadventures was kind of me telling the truth about what happened those first seven years, how I got evicted from my apartment, how my car got repossessed, mm. how I was managing depression while having to put a smile on in front of my clients because I had people who were depending on me. It was me telling the story of getting awards. I remember one award I got, it was like a 30 under 30 at the time in my area. Um, and I couldn't go because I didn't have $20 to get gas and mm. put in my car. You know, and, you know, entrepreneurship is a very sacrificial process. Um, and it, hopefully it's not always like that. Um, but you do hit times when you have to sacrifice a great deal. So the misadventures was me telling those stories about the the misses. The hits yeah. were great. You know, um, the misses, I think, are equally important. And so those five things are just, you know, the emotional component, social, financial, spiritual um, component of it. Yeah. Amen. And it's important to, to understand, you know, that we say, Oh, I'm going to open my own business and, and this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's nice. But, you know, are you willing to go through the trenches, you know, yeah. and, and they're going to be, you know, 
I mean, as soon as you open your doors, you are now a competitor with other people that yes. have the same dreams and visions and goals that you do. And yes. they may have been there 15 years. You know, they've gone through this stuff and you have it. Yeah. You're still learning it. I mean, that's that, that, your consulting business is is very, very needful for new entrepreneurs. There is no doubt about that. Thank you. And it's interesting that you even mentioned competing against people who've been there for 15 years, because that was one of the reasons why I formed McQuinn, because I was often in the the room at tables where people have been in the business for as long as I've been alive. Yeah, Yeah, that's not not unusual. yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, who do you ask for help when you're dismissed as like, oh, just this young girl who's just going through a phase and thinks she's starting a business. Mm. Or when a client takes a quick look at you and based on your age, maybe nothing else, they just assume that you're just not as credible. And then you start to suffer with imposter syndrome. Mm. And, you know, you're trying to compete again with people who have been doing this forever. You know that you, you know, on paper, you're not quite as, 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 competitive, um, you know, how do you compensate for that? Yeah. So that that's important. Those are the things that we we don't talk about. Yeah, exactly. You know, and when I'm talking to some entrepreneurs or, you know, especially, you know, here working in the ministry and in radio and, and podcasting, you know, I emphasize to them, I said, look, there are a thousand other people out there doing the same thing. And you can't go into it and say, uh, I've got a new soda that I hmm. want to bring to market and it's better than Coke. And if that's what your marketing is, you are immediately at a disadvantage because Coke has all the brand, the background, and all that. And you immediately say, we are better than Coke. So you have now elevated Coke in your marketing message. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. You know, you, it, that doesn't mean your soda isn't great. But you need to find a way to promote yourself, not as you have to find your track that nobody else is doing. You know, think about, uh, you know, seven up and Sprite when they came out, it was, you know, the clear soda. I mean, it was, it was marketed as being clear, you know, it, it didn't have that dark color and all that stuff. And that made it different. You know, they didn't say this is better than Coke. It's like, this is more refreshing. And it looked refreshing when they poured it in glass and the little bubbles were coming up and it's nice and clear. It looked refreshing and that's how they marketed it. And that's how they got their traction. You know, they didn't come out and say, this is better than Coke because it's clear, you know, no, because you can't, you can't mention your competition in your marketing plan. (laughs) It's true. It's true. It's, you you would in, in essence be giving them free advertising yeah. if every time yeah. <laughs> every time you promoted yourself you mentioned your competitor exactly um, yeah yeah I, I I don't think we know what branding is you yeah, know yeah, a lot like, of people don't yeah, yeah. truth it, be told I don't think when we're starting out we do I yeah. I remember even when I was writing the the misadventures of a new entrepreneur and I'm telling these stories it was because I felt like when I got an award, I had to post it on social media. And I remember getting an, a DM from someone on Facebook saying, you must think you're so perfect because your life is just so great. Because I thought branding was me just telling all the good stuff. Mm. 
-hmm. you know, like, oh, I got this award. I got this award. And people had no idea what was happening on the back end. And so now I I realize and I know a little bit more about what branding is. And I think to myself, I would not have spent (laughs) so much time doing that because I wasn't even doing branding well, Um, you know. But I I wish we talked about that more. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, and when you're talking about establishing your brand, you're talking about how people are going to identify you. You know, that's, that's your name. It may not be the name of your company, but, you know, uh, you know, Amazon started just as a book distributor. You know, Hmm. that was it. They, they, instead of having to go to the library, check out books or go to all these different publishing houses, check just come to Amazon, click in the search bar, find your book, buy it. We'll deliver it to you. You know, and that's how they started their, oh, wow. And now all of a sudden they started all these little extra things. And now, you know, I mean, you see their vans all over the place, but they didn't start that way. You know, and, and, you know, you can't use someone else's idea Absolutely. And say it, especially because you know, you're not going to take, you know, the guy who, you know, is on the verge of homelessness three doors down mm-hmm. and take his idea about starting a business. You know, mm-hmm. you're not going to take that. You want to say, oh, this guy's already doing it. You know, this company, they, they've got it. So I'll just carve my little niche out of what they're doing. Right. Now you're copying what they're doing. You have to find something that nobody else is doing. It could be the same. You know, you could, you could compete with Amazon if you came up with a, a method that was better than theirs. Yep. You yep. can't use the same system. You know, order the books from us. We'll deliver them to you. No, it has to be something that's better than what they're doing. And that's what you, you don't come out and say we're better than Amazon, but you're going to say we can deliver this in two hours. Or yeah. whatever, you know, instead of 12 hours, we delivered yeah. this in two hours, you know, and yeah. now you've got your niche carved out for you. But absolutely, you, know, you, you, you can't. And that I see, you know, when I'm talking to people, I see them, you know, I want to be like Kenneth Copeland on TV with ministry. I'm going to, I'm going to have my own TV program and I'm going to do this and that and the other thing. And, you know, they buy the cameras and they hire the people and they got the set. And nobody watches. <laughs> you <know>? Yep. <laughs> you know? I mean, you know, you're, yeah. you're thinking, what would what, you start with? Uh, if they build it, or if I build it, will they? If come? I build it, don't come. Yeah. Yep. And, and the answer was no. <laughs> no, they will not. <laughs> believe me, I, I, we, before we started the recording, I, I was talking with you about, you know, how, okay, I'm in the ministry now. This is what I'm going to do. Travel evangelist. I'm going to put advertising in the papers and rent the meeting rooms. And I'm going to be doing all this stuff. And they stayed away by the thousands. <laughs> <You know? laughs> There were meetings when it was just me and my crew. (laughs) I'm preaching to them. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's an expensive learning lesson. You know, you can't say I'm going to do this because that's what everybody else is doing. No, you have to find your own niche, you know, your own thing. And like our radio station, you know, nobody, when we started evangelism radio, there were no other radios, online Christian radio stations operating the same exact way we carved out. You know, there were online radio stations, but they were playing yeah. music and things like this. Uh, there were online radio stations that had, you know, like three or four 
pastors that were maybe in their little click and, and they just made a website and you can go and listen to their, their sermons, you know, click on it and listen to the, the PD or the MP3 file. Right. But there were no radio stations that our instructions were to create a radio station that operated exactly like a terrestrial radio station. You can have live broadcasting, you can have pre-recorded programming and each person had their own time slot. And, you know, when the Lord dropped that in my heart and I started researching it, because I wanted to find, okay, I don't know, we talked about I am not technically inclined, right? <laughs> so I said, let me find another radio station that is doing this, and I can pattern myself after. There were none, zero, none. Yeah. And, you know, that's why it took us six months to build one to do. Mm. And, mm. you know, as soon as we launched, I mean, our radio station within, well, it was about, 15 months we were rated number one in the world wow but wow. you know that was you know a rocket ride. i call it our rocket ride you know and i asked the lord one time i share this from time to time i asked because i was being invited to speak at churches and things like that you know and, and tell about the radio station and the pastors wanted to be on the radio but they wanted their people to understand what what it was all about and, and one day i was praying and said lord why me why did you have me do this? I mean, I, I don't understand. Why me? And Jesus is so good. I mean, he'll he'll give you the answer you're looking for, but he's going to keep you humble at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. And he said, you weren't my first choice. Mm. And I was like, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, Talk about humbling. I wasn't your first choice. Oh. He said, you were just the first one that obeyed. Mm. And that opened up the whole thing. And sometimes I wonder, you know, there is probably somebody else who is more capable of handling this stuff at the time who was like, eh, nah, uh, maybe later, you know. But, you know, I was in that position at that time. I said, Lord, what does he want me to do? And he just said, you know, he didn't tell me, well, if you do this in 12 years, you're going to have this and this and this and all this. And because I said, whoa, 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 whoa. No, you got the wrong guy. But it's mm. so simple. He said, begin a weekly 30-minute online radio program, mm. which today they call a podcast. And we went into that before our, our recording. And that's what I did. And that led to online, uh, uh, to the nationwide radio, AM radio opportunity, where which I called my schooling because I learned all the details and stuff. And then he said, okay, now I've got your income taken care of. You don't need to be worrying about how much to charge people and all this stuff. Now do this and then do this and then do this It's just one step at a time and then you know in 2018 we started the podcast as a way to doing interviews and the podcast has taken off because i get to meet mm -hmm. great people like you right mm -hmm. and you know but if he'd have shown me this back in 2009 i'd have turned around and run the other way right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> there, there is no 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 right but but we were doing something Nobody mm. else was doing. We were serving a need that was there. Yeah. Nobody else was filling. And that's the brand our ministry took off with. And I said all that to, just to emphasize what you were saying. Like, don't copy other people. You got to find your own traction. And so don't good. compare yourself to others. We never compared ourselves to anyone else. You know? Okay. Uh, but that's so, so good. So good. Yeah. And what you're what? doing is so needful in the community. Yeah. Well, th thank you for saying that. It's always so affirming to hear things like that. 
because entrepreneurship is is lonely and you do question a lot, especially, (laughs) yeah, especially when you're innovating, you know, like you mentioned being the only one, Mm -hmm. um, it's hard. (laughs) It's a hard, hard process. And half the battle is, 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 is knowing who you are. You know, when you asked the question earlier, that's, I'm a firm believer in that. When you know who you are, you don't have to copy other people. Um, I remember taking, yeah, I remember taking a class on, on brand development and the presenter kept emphasizing good brand development is good storytelling. And so good storytelling, you know, what keeps us captivated when we read a good book or watch yeah. a good movie yeah. is because we're seeing elements that we're not seeing in other things. Mm-hmm. You know, even if yeah. even if it's kind of the same genre, there's always something that's different. And I think for entrepreneurs to understand there has to be something that differentiates you in the market. It is your competitive advantage. It is kind of the anchor and the plot of the story that you're telling through your brand development is mm-hmm. so important. And to be, you know, to be honest, you mentioned you had a rocket experience and then you had a slow kind of upward build. And mm-hmm. and both are, are well, the rocket might not be so normal. That might have been divine. <laughs> but I think it was. Cool. Yeah. Everything <laughs> else cool. was not a rocket ride. <laughs> yeah. That that's that slow growth is is a big part of, of that storytelling. But more importantly, um, you know, what what are you doing? What is the story that your business is telling? Um, it's okay. It's okay that you're different in the market. You're not odd. There are things that are put in place to make sure that your different idea could work. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't don't spend a lot of time doubting on your doubting yourself. But if you've been called to do something different, stay in that lane. That is yeah. your brand. So exactly. important. And over time, you know, it will begin to take traction and grow all on its own. I mean, Absolutely. you know, yeah, you're still going to have to do input. And, you know, I mean, we still, I still meet with my marketing team every week, you know, and, and we have things coming down the, the, the tube that, you know, people don't know about, but we're not going to announce them until we are ready to introduce them because I don't want to, Oh, that sounds good. And then, you know, some other, somebody else takes that idea takes and they got more idea. resources and all of a sudden, boom, you know? And so, so there are things that, that are, is, constantly you're never standing still you know yeah <clears throat> it's like yeah. in the military i'm with my military background you know yes you have your mission for this but there's always another hill after that one and the leaders are say okay put the workers out we're taking that hill but at the same time they're looking at the bigger picture okay now when i take this hill we got to be able to maneuver over here so i need resources in place to be in here so that you know you got all this and as soon as everybody celebrates this victory and say, okay, great job, guys. You did awesome. Here's what's next, right? Mm-hmm. You're always moving because when, when you take a hill in, the, in, in war, when you take a hill, that is not the time to start celebrating, mm-hmm. kick back, take off all your, your gear and sit down and have something to eat. No, you got to start digging in because the yes. people you just kicked off the, the, the totem pole, they're going to turn around and try and come back. Yeah. Absolutely. So you Absolutely. Gotta be ready for it. You know? Absolutely. And 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 that is that is business. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the things we do in strategic planning is called a SWOT analysis. Mm-hmm. And you know, it stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And the strengths and the weaknesses are known as this internal assessment because mm-hmm. you can control them. So people build their brand based on the strengths and they create a plan for their weaknesses, but what they don't 
actively do sometimes is focus on the opportunities and the threats, Mm -hmm. which are known as external assessments because you can't control them. And the number one reason in that threats quadrant that businesses fail is because they're not aware of how their industry is changing and who's coming behind them. So sometimes, you know, someone will say, have a great idea. And before they can even register the business, they've put out a full plan on social media. Yeah. And I just want to say, no, at least, at least register your business, at least protect your name. Or, you know, they'll talk about a plan before they've actually launched the product or the service. And then someone else, you know, because most people on social media are lurkers, right? They're not Mm -hmm. liking your stuff. They're not commenting. They're literally just looking. Um, And so you may run into that lurker who also happens to be a competitor. And now they have the entire plan and didn't have to do much for it. Exactly. And, you know, it's in that strength quadrant. So we have to be yeah, very mindful of that. You notice I didn't talk about what I have coming down the plans. I said, we're just working on something. Right. Just to emphasize what you just said. (laughs) That's the Bob. I'll be taking notes like, okay, he's very successful. So this is probably going to (laughs) work. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Andrea, is your book available on Amazon? It is. It's available on Amazon. Um, If you just search that name, I actually have about four books. So any of my books will come up. Yes. Amen. Amen. (laughs) This has been so interesting. If someone wanted to reach out to you to ask a question, maybe do an interview or get in touch with about helping them develop a business plan and all that good stuff. How can someone get in touch with you? Yeah, directly on my website is probably the easiest, um, andrinasawyer.com. And you'll find my social links very active on LinkedIn, uh, Twitter and Instagram. So you can find me there as well. Outstanding. I'll put links to all this down below in the show notes, including the link for your book. Folks, thank you. I cannot emphasize enough how important it is for you to be your own boss. Even if you are working for another company or even if you're a federal employee right now, I think you've got a guaranteed job. All it takes is for someone higher up to say, we need to reshape the operations of our company or your job has been eliminated. Then you're gone. Your job is gone. I know it's happened to me and it's not a good position to be in. I mean, you know, that's, that's, you know, your, your entire life can fall apart very rapidly, but with Adrena's help, you could start your side job and have that soon become your main job. Then you're the one who's in charge. And if you start now, you could be in a position where you may just decide to quit or retire early from your quote unquote regular job. How off, how awesome would that be? But you won't know how to do it or how to go about doing it if you do not get in touch with Andrina Sawyer right now. Go down to the show notes, click the links, get in touch with her today. In fact, while you're there, click the link to order her book, The Misadventures of a New Entrepreneur, Five Things They Will Not Teach You in Business School. This book will benefit you in so many ways. Andrina, thank you for taking the time to visit with us and and share all about your organization, all that you're doing to help the community and entrepreneurs. I do appreciate your time so much. Thank you so much for having me. Amen. Folks, that is all the time we have for today. For Andrina Sawyer and myself, this past about reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. 
please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.